Everything's all sorts of fucked up right now. <laughs> this is great. I don't know why um, Skype, I, I, like, fucked it all up. I don't know what their deal is. I can't see myself, but I'm going to try and fix that. But now, like... <sighs> video capture. Uh, test, test. Hello, hello. No, okay, that's not working. Fucking Skype. You're a piece of shit, man. <laughs> God damn it. You fucked everything up. Way to ring in the new year, Skype, you fucking assholes. Okay, how am I going to fucking do this? Um, I don't even know what that means. <sighs> okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. <sighs> Fuck. What is on my fucking mouse pad? <laughs> You're just gonna have cuts. Just different. Uh, cuts yeah, I was just thinking that. Around. I just need a super cut of you getting angry with things. <laughs> just like, ah, oh, what the fuck? And like, yeah. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo, and I'm the tiny little guy in the corner, Justin. It's <laughs> not gonna if make any sense. It's not going to make any sense to anyone watching this on YouTube. It's only going to make sense to the people watching the Twitch VOD or watching us live. Yeah. Hey, welcome, everyone. Indeed. Uh, we had our uh, usual... Uh, there, there's what, 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 view, what our YouTube viewers and our podcast, like audio-only viewers, don't know is that there's usually a 10 to 15-minute lead-in where we all sign on to the call, and then Justin gets really upset at... Yep. Ed- anything <laughs> all yeah. the technological things required yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yep. we start yeah yeah so. yeah pretty much <laughs> and hey. also yeah so this may or may not be my my final recording with you guys what the because f- yeah this is this is shocking news to everybody involved here spoiler alert because i might be dead by the next time we record because i might what? have covid oh, oh. So, like, you know, chances are, either I make it or I don't. All right, that's that's how it works. Why, right? why do why do you why do you think you have COVID? Okay, so we were staying at someone's house. This is after I saw you and Jess, James. Oh, uh, okay, good, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the following day, actually, we stayed oh. at someone's house while well, me and my wife were in Florida with their little baby. Showing him around and stuff. And this is the last house we had to be at because we went to our, my parents' house. We went to her parents' house. We, I saw James and I might have stayed, but I didn't. And then the next day we went to this other couple's house and we were there for three days from Sunday to Tuesday uh, of that week between Christmas and New Year's. And then like Tuesday, the girl who you know, it was her house, like she couldn't taste anything. And then she went and got tested and had the Rona. And we were there Uh-oh. for like three days. Shit, so we like hightailed it out of there like we weren't supposed to leave for like another day or two Uh-oh. we just like we're just like all right let's let's just go home like right now but the weird thing is it's been uh a week Uh-oh. you know tomorrow since we were last at the house so three days in that house and a week seven days from the, the last day of exposure and we i've still shown no symptoms and we actually yeah. tested negative so far but you know, usually yeah if you've been around someone and you've made it that far with no symptoms, it either means you're asymptomatic or you just didn't or get just it. Don't have it. Like, right. Yeah. So I chances mean, it, are good that we don't have it or we're asymptomatic, but well, we're testing good. negative. All right. 
But there's still a chance that I do have it, and it's just so waiting you're till saying like there's a chance. It's like day ten, it'll just like hit us out of nowhere, and then I die like next week. So, you know, this could or could not be my last podcast episode. We'll see. All right. Well, you know, it's a special one because, but, but also I like. At the end of the last episode, we promised a very special, like, in-person episode. No, what we actually meant was, uh, we're, just gonna, we're just going to delay a couple of weeks and then just do a totally sure. normal episode. That's why. Sorry. Family's too demanding. No, yes. It, it sucks. Yes. Hey, uh, everyone. People are used to being um, let down with COVID plans. So, you know. yes, exactly. 2020 has been crazy. Hey, and that was a typical the 2020 thing, right? 2020. Yes. Here's something. Ah, no. Yes, not the best laid plans. Uh, so yeah, uh, obviously our in-person episode did not work out, but uh, here we are. Here we are. Uh, this uh, is almost as good. Yeah, exactly. It works. All right. Yeah. Uh, so um, I don't know. Did you Should guys get play it? this game? Yes, I did. Uh, you you have probably. I am assuming you have played the most of the three of us. I've played a lot of this game. I have played a little of this game. I, I played best. also a little of the game. I also have. <clears throat> The Cyberpunk Code Red Jumpstart Kit. Oh, is that the RPG? Lord. Yes, I've got the Cyberpunk Red Official RPG Handbook. Now, now, does that and have the Cyberpunk World Art Book? That's for the, the one. Game. That's the one. Oh, oh, but that's the CD Projekt Red one. Yes, because there is an art book for the RPG that I've seen. Oh, that I is don't just, have that one. Wow, it's got the like most <laughs> hilarious, like very nineties, very oh, very yeah, like yeah. the original like, art for the RPG is. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like yeah. it's like like just like the most nineties like punk rock like yeah, and then like <laughs> yeah. but also people just have like cybernetic implants, Brand but they're like yeah, like yeah, every. Yeah, yeah piece of artwork it's just, I, ah! okay so i think that's why i love this world i've I, for the record and fully biased opinions coming from me i have fallen in love with the cyberpunk game world like more than the game really has to offer itself like, like the the video game just the lore and the and the setting and that whole like you know that uh rocker boy um sort of dynamic that he's that you know the creator has spun on the traditional cyberpunk like genre I love it, man. Like, I love it. That's why I got all these. And I will say to your point, James, these are all Cyberpunk Red RPG books. So those are the ones that have been updated after CD Projekt Red announced the, the game. So they all came out either earlier this year or late last year. So, like, the artwork in this handbook is the original handbook from, like, you know, shit, the 90s, <laughs> whatever. The art is, like, terrible. This, a lot of the art is, I mean, this is actually quite a beautiful, beautiful cool. book. Cool. Know. Okay, because yeah, what do, Cyberpunk twenty? Uh, I should know what this is. Twenty forty something. Twenty forty nine. Oh, twenty forty nine. That's the Blade the Runner movie. What's the numbers? What's the 20, numbers? Twenty <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, whatever dystopic. Anyway, there's a Cyberpunk, and then twenty, and then a combination of numbers. Yes, that is the original source book. For the original RPG, but no, that's cool that you have the updated ones. But uh, yeah, I came across the art book for the old RPG, and it is uh, a good in a very different way. <laughs> By the way, I think it actually is at least one edition was Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah, I'll look that up while. Uh, but it was while... re- it was like it was like released in the 90s, but so that, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, what, I mean, uh, as the person who has played the most of this game, like invested what the most invested the most, like, what is your, what was your like gut reaction? What was your initial reaction to this? Uh, so game? I, I went into the release of the game, uh, and booted up the game at midnight with much fervor and excitement, um, and a lot, a lot of hype after, after, you know, getting into the lore a lot. Um, and then, uh, the first like minute in the game, it, it crashed. And, uh, <laughs> so, and it, and it kind of had this sort of, um, just the introduction to the game. Like I was kind of, um, it was kind of jarring. The game is, 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 uh, forces a first person view, like a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was expecting, I don't know, more of like a Skyrim sort of feeling when you go, when you're playing first person in Elder Scrolls, where it's like, you feel some weight to your character kind of, and like, my first impressions and just like controlling the character was like, it was like super smooth and I don't know. It made it like an odd feeling, uh, seeing like the futuristic, you know, landscape of everything. And then you just kind of just like smoothly walking, like really almost like too fast. Like the movement was too fast. And then that led to other bugs. Cause like random physical objects. And then it turns out I, I got turned off the game and then looked online and the whole world was just upset at the the amount of bugs that were riddling this game. So yeah. Now, uh, are you playing? You're playing on console, right? PlayStation Five. I am playing on PS Five, so I don't have as much of an issue as I think most people do. Like, I think the con the um uh, what, uh not contradictory. I always forget this freaking word. Um, the contraceptive. <laughs> oh. Uh, the word that means something bad, controversial thing yeah. that uh, happened with with this is that they didn't really give out a demo or any kind of review or thing of the last gen consoles, and PS4 and Xbox One were um, struggling with this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been uh, that's been kind of the uh, yeah. It. Uh, I, I mean, I. I... I think this is a game that probably could have used. I mean, honestly, it's another been, year, it's, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been obviously it's been delayed a lot, but yeah. it could have used another six months to a year in the oven, I think. Yeah. And yeah. and maybe and maybe just cancel the last gen ports because it seems like they had and are still having a lot of issues optimizing on the last gen systems. Yeah. Um, and it's really weird, right? Like the fact that they were just pressured to release this on both console generations and at the time that they did after delaying so much, you know, it's kind of sad because if they had just been, been able, I'm sure the creators were like, man, we really don't want to release this, but we're getting so much pressure from, you know, I don't know if it's corporate or whatever coming down the pipeline. And it just sucks. Cause if it was delayed another year, yeah, people would have been upset, but like the release would have been so much better and you would have had like, no controversy around that, you know, although there was already a lot of controversy just around uh, how much they worked their employees to the grave or something. To, to, well, but that was to meet the deadline, too. Right. So I don't know, man. This is one of those things where, like, yeah, if you have the means to uh, to withhold from getting this game right now, if you have like a lot of hype about it, but you can like hold off on it, do so. Because in a year after a bunch of patches and stuff. Um, you get to really appreciate the game just for what it is, which hidden behind all the bugs and stuff is a really fantastic game, I think. And that, and that's kind of where I am. I'm I'm maybe I'm somewhere between five to ten hours into the game, 
And uh, in in my first play session, I didn't. Ha- I have actually yet to have like a crash. I'm mm-hmm. playing on PC. Um, the, the most common thing that I encounter are just like weird animation issues. Yeah. Like yeah. my favorite one was like I sat down at a bar and I was like my character was like sort of flirting with the bartender and she like pours me a drink and I pick up the drink and I'm like yeah and then my hand just goes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh okay yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a game that's taking itself very seriously right it's like a very yeah. serious it's not like um I mean, the open worldness of it was compared a lot to Grand Theft Auto leading into it, the, its release but Grand Theft Auto that series kind of is up its own ass a little bit it's it's mm. They kind of have yeah. serious moments, but also just kind of ridiculousness. Uh, right, right. It is as much serious as it is a parody. This game is yeah. definitely a parody of de- itself. Yeah. Yes, and this game definitely is not that. Like it is trying to be like a hardcore Blade Runner movie the whole time, and so then when you have a freaking hilarious animation glitch, it I feel like it's a you know de- deterring from like what the story is trying to portray to you. See, that's interesting that you invoke Blade Runner, too. Because, I mean, there's a lot of different, I don't know, visions of what the future is and what visions of what cyberpunk means. Yeah. But I, I think of Blade Runner being a more quiet and reflective and, like, meditative version of the future. Uh, this is a, a very loud and kind of... It is, that's your- true. It's, it's it's leaning a little bit more towards its source material, the yeah, the, like the 90s Christian. And you're punk right, rock. it was Cyberpunk 2020 was yeah, the, the 90s. Or yeah, yeah, you are 100% right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. But I think it's also how the Blade Runner movies were kind of portrayed to it. Like that world, which also I think I talked about in the last podcast, you know, I've... I've you know, stumbled upon the Blade Runner world, you know, leading up into this game release. But like, I feel like the movies are portrayed in that sort of somber, you know, quiet, futuristic tone. But the world is, you know, that that Blade Runner movies take place in. It's a very busy world with lots of flying cars and tall buildings and, sure. you know, a lot of corporate stuff going on and, you know, people, the advertisements everywhere floating around you and stuff. Like, I think that sort of setting is the same. But yeah, I do agree that the, the movement of the story is definitely much more in your face in a cyberpunk uh, game. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of at a point where, like I said, I'm five to 10 hours in and I think I'm at a point where I'd like to put the game down and come back to it in six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, the, the most common thing I have are like animation issues while not game breaking they kind of take you out of the immersion of Absolutely. that of the like world building like i want to i i don't know if the game will ever get to a point where it can accomplish this but i want to feel like immersed in that city and every time i see like a floating character or like just like game systems that are like clearly going off the rails it's just like oh yeah it kind of breaks your immersion you're like oh this is a this is a very video gamey video game, like a buggy video <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's I tough too with someone like me who wants to play it, and I have a PlayStation 4. I have a PC that was Don't built in it. 2009. And I tried to play it on my laptop, which has like a better graphics built it. in. It's still not, not that good. It's like, so I'm at the point where it's like, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to refund the game yet, but I'm just going to wait. 
And I know they're patching it as much as they can. I think 1.07 just came out, which is supposed to have some um, backwards compatibility to help people out a bit. I'm not entirely sure how much. Um, Did you guys hear that someone came out with a program that you can insert into the game files that'll help people um, with not so great PCs play the game? Oh, no. What? How does that work? I guess whatever they put in there helps like to change certain files or compress certain files so they're not so demanding. I don't know what it does, but apparently So they're like take... streaming assets. So it's like um uh oh, what's the technology that like um bit like it's like a BitTorrent where they like they're uh, streaming assets yeah, but... from your machine. I have no idea how it works to be honest. All I know is people are people who don't work for the company are trying to come up with solutions to fix the game, which is kind of disappointing. So you're saying they're hacking Cyberpunk? Yeah, pretty so much. We're, we're hacking the game that is about hacking. They're cha- pretty much like I think what they're doing. They're just changing files in the background or streaming mm-hmm. the files to the game differently somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's still cool um, though. But I mean, like getting through at least the intro and like pretty much the first and second missions. Uh, I mean, it's it seems like it, it's supposed to be a fun game. It's just like, Jesus, when it... I mean, this the games just seem so freaking demanding. It's like, I... It I is. don't know why you would build a game that demands so much. Like, that's just limiting your audience, I feel like. It is, but I think this is a game designed... I'm... That's what I mean when I say I think they should have just canceled the last gen, like don't have a Xbox One, PS4, and then just be upfront and aggressive with what your minimum requirements are in PC. Because like I I heard somebody else say this, and I think it's true. Like if if you have the hardware, like Cyberpunk at its best looks amazing, right? Yeah. The problem is Cyberpunk is usually not at its best. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the problem. Um, yeah. Like, like uh, obviously the most common thing are the animation issues, but like the other bug, and this was a day one bug, so I don't know if it was fixed, but like my very first quest said like, you know, talk to Jackie or whatever. So I run over and I talk to Jackie and he's like, he gives me a line. I'm like, cool. And then the game's like, talk to Jackie. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I missed something. So I went over, exhausted his dialogue tree again, and I'm like, cool. And the game's like, talk to Jackie. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I like, like reloaded a save, and it, it was still like, <laughs> talk to Jackie. And I'm like, okay, I think yeah. I found a soft lock here. Yeah, I, I had a problem in the in the very first one, in pretty much the tutorial mission that you get when you t- do your first... Um, rescue in um what's the city called night city night city um pretty much i had it was like kill the whatever boss and it was constant after i had killed the boss for some reason it was just sitting there yeah and it wouldn't go away the mission thankfully completed and once i completed the mission that dialogue went away so thankfully it was still tracking all that but it just uh it didn't uh didn't let me get that accomplishment for some reason. Yeah, I've had enemies that won't die. So I'll be like in a combat and I'll like shoot a guy point blank with a shotgun. He's like, 
Like, it just, you know, does the, like, recoil animation. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And then you, like, punch him or, like, slash him with a sword or something. And he's like, ugh, ugh. And he, like, just won't fucking die. And then he'll, like, shoot you once. And you like, oh, flatline. Oh, great. Cool. Thanks, Cyberpunk. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, like, all these things just kind of, like, I think Leo's point is true that there's some, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere under all of these issues, there's, there's probably a good game under there somewhere. Uh, the problem is I don't. I reached I reached a critical mass of bugs where I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with like soft locks and animation issues and weird bugs where I can't kill people. Like, I'll just wait six months and then hopefully this will be patched out and then I'll give this game a second chance because like I do really want I want to like it. I want yeah. to like this game. But yeah, yeah, it you know the mechanics seem easy enough. I mean, it's roughly got like the same battle mechanics as as like you know skyrim or any of the elder scroll games where it's like left to punch right to defend you know kind of thing with an underlying like hacking system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you're supposed to use um you know you can either choose to be stealthy or aggressive so i mean it doesn't it's not too complicated and visually it's supposed to be really you know it's supposed to look really good i mean i've I've seen someone stream it with you know a high-end cpu and you know on a 3080 yes and that's the game looks really nice. I mean, if anything that if anything were to come out of the game is that it looks really nice. Yes. <laughs> it looks good. Like the whole neon lights, the like, you know, kind of holographic screens and I mean, they they did well in making the game look good. That yep. is for sure. But Yeah. It's definitely I would say just as buggy as GTA if not more than oh, GTA no. 5. No, no, no. I played GTA Five at launch, and I played Cyberpunk at launch. There's no comparison. Like, I mean, Cyberpunk. GTA Five, yeah, GTA Five at launch might have had a couple bugs here and there that, like, you know, there's some silly stuff if you kind of poke in the corners or you know look under the couch. Aha! There's some bugs under the couch. Yeah. Cyberpunk, you walk into a room, and there's just bugs everywhere. And you're like, oh Jesus Christ, where's all these? There's fucking bugs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, there. There's there's no comparison in number of bugs. Um, yeah. Uh, but you're right. The game does look beautiful. I one of my early Christmas presents is uh, was uh, my wife searched high and low and somehow managed to find a 3080. So I've been playing the game on uh on a nice graphics card with a pretty good you know pretty good spec pc and the game does really look beautiful it's uh and and i i haven't had a i mean i haven't had any performance issues haven't had any crashes but like still just the number of bugs is still just outrageous so i can imagine what people are going through on previous gen consoles or lesser specs pcs all those bugs stacked on top of performance issues and crashes must just be like all right fuck this yeah pretty much i would feel like so you have to have at least something you have to have a cpu from at least the past five years you got to have a gpu from at least the past like almost three years i mean just to get at least 60 frames at 1080 or something um and i lost my train of thought uh Gotta have a good PC. You just, yeah, that's the thing that sucks. Is like, I mean, oh, and you pretty much want to run it on a solid state drive. Yeah. If you run it on a hard drive, it's probably gonna take too long to render stuff into the game because the game is 
the game is just visually demanding. So, I mean, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, there he is. He's back. Hey, he's back. I'm back. So yeah, right. Justin and I, uh, we we talked about how the game is beautiful if you run it on good hardware, but uh, it you know its many bugs get in way of all of that beauty. Uh, we, we talked about um, I don't know what else did we talk about. I fe- uh, I felt like we had a question for Leo. Oh, I know what I was going to ask Leo. What do you think of like the gameplay in Cyberpunk? That's one thing we haven't really talked about yet. Um, yeah, I thought. I thought the gameplay was pretty cool. I and I'm playing on controller, so mm-hmm. maybe this disqualifies my opinion. I felt like the gunplay felt like not great. Am I? I don't know. What What did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like a really good shooter or anything like that. Um, I, I, in full disclosure, I grabbed a katana as soon as I could and same, started just same, swinging same. melee yes. weapons. So. Same. I don't do a lot of gunplay. I, I I do have sort of a secondary pistols tree. That's skill tree. exactly how I was playing the game. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I often you know have better luck just you know hacking and slashing, and they have a lot of cool. I, I will say the the RPG elements of the game are really really good to me. Like the way the skill tree works, the way um, the attributes feel. Like I don't know, it, it all feels really, really good. And a lot of that is based on the uh, rule books from the RPG. Um, However, one thing I don't like about the gameplay, I don't know if this is more really a story or um, as opposed to... Well, yeah, to... you could segue into story, too. I was going to let you talk about that since you were definitely the farthest of the three of us. Well, and I won't even get much into the story because I haven't completed the main line myself, but it's just like... And it's a sort of a tie-in between an RPG and a story-based RPG. Like, it has a really good written mainline story that you can follow, and that's great. But I think part of the appeal especially to someone who started studying the 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 tabletop rpg a lot is to kind of have your own character in the world you know you create your own character you style them however you want you create whatever stats and everything and you complete missions however you want but like you're very much tightly coupled to this main character of v and who v is and what v does uh and i think that's kind of a clashing thing with like the concept of that this game is based off of where it's like you know a tabletop rpg where literally you can do whatever you want and yeah and you know make and like i I even feel like elder scrolls is a really good comparison does a better job of like you know here's the main quest but you know you're free to do whatever the hell you want there's all these yeah you know other brands yes there's a lot to do in cyberpunk but like you're still v the whole time and it's like yeah you know, it's a very set it's, character. It's almost the Mass Effect problem. You're Commander mm-hmm. Shepard, and there you can be Paragon or Renegade, and there's room to play around within those two spaces. But yeah. you're still, at the end of the day, you're boxed in by what the game defines yes. Commander Shepard as. And like, yes. And yeah. I, on the flip yeah. side, they're able to then do a much more cinematic main story plotline because they really know who that character is. So there's sort of a trade-off there. Um, but mechanically in terms of like RPG elements and stuff, I think it's great. Yeah. The gunplay is really nothing to write home about, but, um, there's some really cool slow-mo effects when you start adding like cybernetics, um, that, uh, affect like the melee combat. So the melee combat feels awesome. Uh, although really just insanely powerful, uh, like you kind of game breakingly powerful. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I... this is a futuristic world, but you can run out of the sword and just be like completely OP. <laughs> 
Yeah, like that, that was the thing. Like I felt like the guns, like don't they don't feel they don't feel good. They right. don't feel that's, like they hit yeah. people well. They don't, and I think part of the problem is it, that the the a lot of the progression in the game is not really by like leveling up and becoming stronger. It is like item. It's like a little bit more like uh, Borderlands, where you have to find the right items that do a lot of damage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's what it kind of reminds me as. So it's like as you're shooting enemies, there's not you're not seeing any kind of the enemies kind of like reacting too much to it. So you're just yeah. sort of. And you're not really seeing a lot of damage come from it either, so right. it's yeah. you're not you're not getting that I don't know that satisfaction of shooting someone. It feels like yeah, you have to find the epic gun that does I, fire I will damage say, or something once crazy you, like that. So. Once you do find the epic gun, and maybe you get a few little like skill th- uh, added things, like thirty percent more damage to headshots with pistols or whatever, man. It's pretty rewarding to just blow someone's head off with a revolver. Like that feels pretty cool. Yeah. But it takes a while to get to that. I think that's yeah. yeah I agree. That's okay. kind of a bummer. All right. Okay. Like, yeah, so that's exactly first... what I was trying to describe. Also, for the first few hours running around with a sword. That's the plan. Small complaint to the game. I mean, I have things I like small and things I don't like. Okay. But for a game that does so much sort of advertisements in the style of like what that world would do, and lots of sexualizing of advertisements, and you know, there's like boobs and asses everywhere and sexualization of, of the ads and stuff mm-hmm. this game has very little to do in terms of like you know if i'm a perv and i want to like see some video game sex like there's not a whole lot to you can see genitals in this game when you're creating your character right like but there's like one person you can talk to to have like some you know pre-rendered sex scene like you know and then like one person to romance and there's not a whole I, I just wanted more just like ah, I don't know I just wanted to more be sex, more crazy please. sex <laughs> more sex please. yeah they like advertise like it just sex seems... and drugs yeah like, there's not and, a like, lot there's a lot of drinking that's good I yeah guess. everyone drinks a lot there's and a they lot sure of say fuck a lot too like yeah the cursing you know the cursing is that adi- is adequate i do i appreciate the cursing i appreciate the alcohol i just think i needed more sex and i would have been happy more sex drugs and alcohol uh okay what n- not necessarily one that has occurred to you you but what is your favorite bug that you have seen in cyberpunk because mine is definitely the genitals glitch which apparently occurs (laughs) most often on low-end machines and last-gen consoles where your genitals will just poke out of your clothes. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty funny. It just looks like you forgot to zip up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did they ever patch that, or is that still a problem? I hope they never patch it. (laughs) I I haven't experienced that on my machine, and I want to. The problem is... I I want to install it on my machine and just see if it happens. (laughs) Out of curiosity. <laughs> the other yeah. thing I didn't realize is on the character creation page, mm-hmm. if you make your person female, uh-huh. you can give yourself a giant rack and a giant hog. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we could Probably be... would have done it. Yeah. And then you can choose whether it's a feminine or masculine voice and just really confuse people all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the problem with patching that, of course, Justin, is you got to find a big enough patch if it's a big enough member. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, patching over that. You guys have um, any other good bugs? I think my favorite one is one I found on Reddit. I'll share it with you guys. Um, where 
It's like someone tries to hijack a car while it's like crashing into another car in front of them. And then, so then <laughs> as they're dragging the woman out and she stares at the, like your camera, like, please don't do this. The car starts floating in the air and then the character is like flying and then he gets out. And then for some reason, cars start exploding everywhere. And then the <laughs> immediately gets like five stars on the police. And the police are like not to be trifled with in this game. Like if you get two or three stars, you're dead, you know? And yeah. Suddenly, there's like robot police everywhere, like attacking him. Um, it was really hilarious. Yeah, was like, like a police audio ominous. going off in the background? Yeah, yeah. I do like the very ominous. Please don't do this, and then cars start exploding. And... <laughs> it, was, it was definitely like it was uh, like it's like the GTA moment of the yes. cyberpunk when the cars randomly start crashing and they don't. It was the that was that was probably know the, what to do I, with it. To me, that's the masterpiece of bugs. Like I've yet to see a better bug than that. So cyberpunk guys, uh, any any. <laughs> Any last thoughts on Cyberpunk? If you're watching this, you you might uh, see things are a little different. Yeah, our our eagle-eyed viewers might notice that we're wearing <laughs> different clothes. <laughs> uh, final yeah. thoughts. Um, it's a good game. Ish. <laughs> it's going to be a great game. You think so? You do? You, okay. That that's that's my question. Do you think this will be? A great a no- game. Like a, a is there going to be a No Man's Sky situation? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. the narrative about this game going to shift in the next year yes, or two? I think yeah, so. I think okay. I think if this game cooked another year or two, it would have it would have come out to singing praises. I think it came out too early. They were rushed. There's a lot of controversy and whatever. Give it a couple years. Give it some patches and some uh, additional content. And this is the company that will do it. Like like CD Projekt Red is passionate about their projects. Um, but, um, you know, I think that they will provide updates, they'll provide content. And when you get the, uh, the on sale game of the year, I guess it won't be a game of the year edition probably, but when you get the on sale version, you'll, you're going to be really, really happy that you purchased it. Yeah. I mean, they got to work out the bugs. It's, it's, it's a smidge too buggy. Like, (laughs) like if it was, if they could tone it down to GTA levels, I'd be fine, but. It's it's just there's too many too much crazy shit. It's too demanding. Like it shouldn't require you to have, you know, a nuclear powered PC. Um and I mean just those two things alone, I feel like the game would just, you know, it would it would do it would do well. It would be a solid game already, certainly. But then again, you got to blame you gamers cuz you rushed them. You were complaining yeah. a lot. Yeah. You Come know, on. I I, I saw a good point by someone. It was like, man, come out already. This is crazy, whatever. And then the same people are like, man, I can't believe you released this garbage. It wasn't ready. No. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, no, I, I'd rather have, you know, I'd rather have a good game eventually than a bad game immediately. Yeah. yeah. I will say, in terms of like, um, just, you know, how much the game is demanding, I do hope that, you know, future patches help with sort of backwards compatibility, but the game is gorgeous and like yes, the, what, yeah. what they're able to do visually, you know, is very, really impressive. So I, I think uh, there's grounds for, for why it's so demanding, but I do agree. It's probably, it needs to be tweaked or have some options for, for uh, lesser systems. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be one of the best games of the decade. Wow. Eventually. Really? Wow! Eventually. That's a big what statement, the hell? Yeah. One of the best games of the decade. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. That's 
That's big like, words. I, I, I think it's like I think it's Witcher and three I, level. I, Witcher three Skyrim level. Like I, mean, I got a spoiler for you. It's not even one of my best five games of the year. So oh, they oh, got to wait. It's not one of my best five of the year. No, yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be the best five of the decade. Wow. All right. They got a ways to go. I, I'm I'm confident. I'm confident. Okay. Holy shit. Damn. Speaking of which, do you guys want to get into our top five games of the year? That oh, or you can promote the stream. Uh, let's promote this stream. Hey, do you enjoy this show for some reason? Uh, I'm sorry. You, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can support us. Uh, we are on Patreon. Uh, don't look too close at those uh, Patreon. Uh, Everything on Patreon is a lie. Don't read that too closely. Just know that uh, your money would go to helping us run this podcast. Uh, also, um, I don't know. Uh, is it is it good to point out that uh, that we are also uh, a video podcast? If you want to see that, if you want to see that we actually are now wearing different clothes instead of just hearing our different clothes, because you know, very good hearing, you can hear the difference in acoustics in our clothing color. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can you can watch us on YouTube and we stream on Twitch good games podcast um we are also on um yeah if if you if you want to take us on the go you know listen to us while you work listen to us while you're in the car you can download us on your favorite podcasting app probably um maybe, maybe. Yeah. uh yeah most likely most likely uh so let's get into it our top five games of 2020 who wants to go first should we each do? I think let's our, let's our go list? around. I think let's go around. Everybody, yeah, yeah. you know, five, 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 yeah. four, 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 three, two, three, two, 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 one, one, one. Okay. Then we need to c- collaborate and come together as a group and decide what the top five games Ooh, okay. of of the podcast will okay. be. Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. Okay. Who's okay. First? I mean, I I could go first since right, I feel like it. I'm I'm not gonna have the the greatest list in the world, but here we go. Uh, I had number five, Spelunky two. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. I feel like, you know, obviously it was a game built off of Spelunky, but Spelunky 2 was, gave me the most satisfaction of wanting to hate myself when playing (laughs) the game. So, (laughs) yeah. yeah. yeah, And I honestly, throughout the year, I mean, I mean, hours wise, I put a lot of hours into that game just trying to progress and I'm still not good at it. I still, I still keep dying to 1-1 and it's horrible, but Spelunky 2. One one one. is fucking hard. One one is no joke. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. That that game is is definitely hard. Every once in a while, I get a crazy run, but for every crazy run I get, I also die on one one. So it's for every crazy, like every like good run you start doing, you die in the shittiest way too. Yeah. yeah. That's what always ends up happening. That's spelunky. Yep. Um. Who's going next? I I I don't care. I can go. You want to go? I don't care. All right, my number five. <laughs> my number five is a surprise, probably to you guys, and also to myself, I think. But you know, when I really thought about it, I was like, I've put a lot of hours into this game, and it feels wrong to exclude this. It is the only Nintendo game on my list, and it's not Animal Crossing. My number mm-hmm. five is Clubhouse Fifty One Worldwide Classic Games. Ooh, that's a good. Uh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I spent. So much time. Uh, Leo and I were just talking about Shogi. This is the game that taught me how to play Shogi. I spent uh, a lot of time. My wife loves to play Yahtzee. 
she loves to play there's like a little billiards game in there you can play um um uh billiards um pool yeah no what's it there's eight ball do they call it eight ball is that is that like a different ten ball it's like the one with the diamond right anything about billiards I barely I know think how it's, to I think it's called eight ball. It's like the standard variant. Like when, yeah. when you say let's play pool. Like, you have to hit the eight ball last or whatever. Yes, right? most yeah. people. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. You're saying the ball. name of the actual game is eight ball or something. Right, like right, because yeah. there's a bunch of different games you, you can play with a set of billiards. Right. Right. Anyway, Overall, I spent way too much time talking about it, but it's good. The presentation of this game is just off the charts, and the presentation uh, really makes a difference. Clubhouse 51 Worldwide Classic Games. It's great. Cool. Cool. Um, I will go with number five. I'm gonna give it to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Wow, nice. Um, okay. I, I it's at the bottom of my top five just because I it did sort of fall right into the trap that I was thinking it would. That is, it's a great game, but I really want just the whole story and not like the first episode of the episodic up, yeah. nature. But I was very pleasantly surprised with you know the mechanics and and uh, the visuals and uh, not so much the voice acting, but there's a lot of really great things uh, that I loved about the game and so much so that yeah, I would say it's one of my top of the year. Nice, nice, good pick. All, All right, right, number four, Justin. Number four, I put Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamities. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean. Nice little filler for the mm-hmm. year. I mean, nice little filler till we get the sequel. So it gave us gave us the what you know it gave us what we wanted. Uh, you know, it's a Hyrule Warriors, and you know it had the artwork, it had the music, and and it, and it felt good. I mean, it's just nice to have a little bit of Zelda when you're cooped up. You know, a little bit of new Zelda. Granted, it's not like Zelda Zelda, but you know, it's it, it's Zelda. <laughs> it's Zelda enough for Justin. Yeah, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, that game was good. Uh, my number four was uh, we reviewed on this show. It was initially a little bit of a disappointment for me, and I think my review of that came off a little bad. Uh, but over time, uh, they have patched out a lot of the bugs that were frustrating at launch. They fixed a lot of the balance issues. My number four is Star Wars Squadrons. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've okay. been playing a lot of Squadrons lately. Uh, I don't know if it shows up on the camera, but as we're... Talking on the podcast, my hands are resting on my throttle and my joystick, and I am Ooh. in my mind just pretending to fly my X-wing. Uh, my X-wing, Jesus Christ, my Tie Fighter. I'm, you know, I'm Empire through and through. But no, Squadrons is great. Uh, a lot of the bugs, balance issues have been fixed. Recently, they released a new map, new ships, so it looks like they're going to support this game going forward, which was one of okay. my big concerns. Um, so yeah, this game still has life. Uh, it's good. Uh, yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, the next three slots for me uh, have a lot to do with the year 2020 specifically. I think is why is why these three games stand out so much to me. Uh, number four, I'm going to give to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Ooh, Ooh. nice! Uh, just because we were all cooped up and we wanted to, you know, travel was not a thing, and Microsoft gave you the ability to literally go anywhere in the world. It looked beautiful. It felt great. Um, they even made it easier for people who weren't, you know, actual pilots uh, to try to fly and simulate it. Um, you know, the one thing is it ran like garbage on my computer, but there, I'm glad I own it, and and I can't wait to get update my PC and go back to that game. Yeah, 
Yep. Uh, number three. three. I put Final Fantasy VII Remake as my number three. Um, pretty much same reasons. It visually looks good. Uh, you know, felt good. Um, granted, you know, I'm also kind of disappointed that we didn't get the whole thing, but whatever. I mean, I enjoyed the music. Yes, it, it just it was a nice, like pretty much upgrade from what Final Fantasy VII was. To see it turned into that was just so satisfying. So. Yeah, eight's still better, yeah. but you know it's good. Yeah, but okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> my number three is uh, the latest entry in the Yakuza series. Uh, my number three is Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's a big shakeup for the Yakuza franchise. This game is now a turn-based RPG instead of a beat 'em up, which uh, the beat 'em up mechanics of the Yakuza games were always my least favorite part. Never liked the beat 'em up. Stupid. Yeah. Um, the RPG mechanics are step in the right direction. Uh, this game is also the first game to no longer start Kiryu. This game's main character is Ichiban. I, uh, I've got a hot take. I like Ichiban better than Kiryu, and I really Ooh. like Kiryu. Wow. Uh, Ichi- Ichiban's my boy. Uh, I love right. Yakuza Like a Dragon. I am excited. I, I think they've said that Ichiban's going to be the main character for Yakuza going forward now instead of Kiryu. So I'm excited for uh, whatever happens for Ichi next. Uh, yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Cool. Um, my number three, again, following the trend here, is going to another game that helped us get through the early stages of the quarantine, and that does go to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Nice. nice. Um, okay, okay. Uh, I think this is also the only one Nintendo game on my list. But uh, yeah, man, this game, it just you know, it's a typical Animal Crossing game. They did a couple new sort of next-gen things that were cool. Uh, they did a couple things differently that were not as you know, a little bit more grindy, I think, than I would have liked. But it's just a nice, chill game with a nice little atmosphere. You can go visit your friend's island and, uh, yeah, give you a, a sense of social life when there was none. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two. Now, granted, this one I didn't get really a chance to personally play. I'm working on that right now with the whole, you know, upgrading the PC thing. But... I have enjoyed watching people play it. Uh, you know, I've seen some of the story, and it's actually very good for what it is, for something that, um, you know, has still kind of in the iffy stage of, like, good games and bad games, which is VR, is Half-Life Alex. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. Half-Life Alex looks great. I mean, it, it plays to Half-Life lore really well. And, like, so far, of all the VR games I've seen... Half-Life Alex was like, holy shit. That was like crazy, you know, like nuts for what it was. And to see, uh, you know, Valve come out with that was was pretty nuts. So I mean, it was nuts just to see a new Half-Life game, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, that too. Just getting a Half-Life game while we're also, you know, in quarantine. Kind of yeah. ironic, but. Uh, my number two is definitely the most fun uh, I had playing video games this year. It's the most I've laughed playing video games this year. Uh, the most joy. Uh, my number two is What the Gulf. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to be on your list. I really, really loved That was what a cool game. Really and I'm cool bending game. the rules here a little bit. I know it didn't technically come out in 2020, but most people played it in 2020 because that's when it came out on the Switch. I have one of those so, like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah What the Gulf. It's fantastic. It's It's short. It's sweet. Uh, but you can also replay it with your friends. There's some good multiplayer and party modes. 
to to attempt to even describe what this game is if you don't know what what the golf is would be to do it in injustice just go play it it's amazing what the golf that's a good game um actually i just verified my number two i thought it was released a lot earlier um but well no maybe i'm right okay i don't know i might be wrong i don't know when this was originally released. i thought it was a lot right we can be wrong it's okay oh yeah it is a lot earlier okay this release is actually 2018 but i was was hoping somebody would have this this is the game of the year if if i really had to pick one but of course there's another one that's going to be my number one but my number two goes to among us um i mean come on this game just ran rampant in the quarantine life um uh i had a tough time choosing um between this and fall guys um because I think both of these kind of like you know swept the world, you know very quickly. A, a very basic game that kind of swept everyone's entertainment uh, attention. But Among Us to me just sort of like to me it was much more entertaining and and lasted longer and um, still I think is a really fun game if you can get a group together to play it. Mm-hmm. But love, a good game of intrigue and douchebaggery. Brian Style is probably great at this game. Yeah, betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> betrayal. And murder. My number one. Oh my god, this is it. The game that launched at the perfect time, Animal Crossing. Nice. Oh. Number, I had, wow. Okay. I, I put I it at number one. Because, okay, nice. Well, because Animal Crossing, like granted, you play a game, and most of the time you play through the story mm-hmm. and you finish it, right? Animal Crossing is not that. Animal Crossing, you continually play. And you get to have all the events throughout the year. And goddamn, if it didn't fucking launch at the perfect fucking time. Yeah, I did. mean, yeah, and right. we had been, you know, waiting for an Animal Crossing. So, I mean, it was, it's a night. It was the perfect, I mean, Grant, for what 2020 was. It was the perfect time killer. The perfect, you know, time filler. The perfect, like, get your mind off of things. The perfect get away from things. Just kind of sit down and just manager island and talk to little animals and it was just it was just it was such good timing may mm-hmm. not be the best animal crossing i'll say that right but the year matters wise, though. yeah for what we went through animal crossing helped a lot yeah. it was the game and actually it really we needed and it's, it's the reason it's pretty much <laughs> yeah, the reason relax. why like nintendo switches went sold out for a long time because everyone's right. like oh we're gonna try this in animal crossing i'm just gonna be sitting at home anyway which is funny because i think the switch has had a history of going through these waves of just like complete <laughs> unavailable stock because you know when it first came out and then yeah you know, stuff like this um yeah i think it's a solid number one pick good pick uh my number one pick as you may have guessed is final fantasy 7 remake uh yeah. i i uh I can hear you guys collectively groan, like, oh, of course, James <laughs> picked Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I, I don't think that was predestined, though. Like, I, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is, like, one of my all-time favorite games. And because that game is so beloved and cherished, I am going to be that much more of a critic of, you know, if they're going to remake the whole game, I'm going to, you know, you know, I... I I don't know. I I, uh, I I judged this game very harshly, and uh, it uh, it passed the test. Uh, I can't believe how polished it was, how good it looked. It was how how yeah. You're you're right. I mean, it's got problems. Obviously, it would have been great to have a complete story all in one game. Yeah. Um. But I I liked that. I mean, it's 
it's kind of easy to fuck something like that up. And I'm so glad that they didn't. Like, the game, the game knows who its characters are, right? And that's the one thing I was afraid that it might fuck up. Like, because a lot of the more recent incarnations of Cloud are like, He's a fucking badass, and he just—he's so badass. And, oh yeah! No, the the beginning of this game, Cloud is a fucking goober, and the yeah. game knows that. Like, yeah. uh, there's some good banter. Um, yeah, and uh, I—the game gave me both yeah. exactly what I wanted. And without spoiling the ending, if you really want to spoil the ending, we have our own episode on this. Uh, the game also gave me what I didn't know I wanted. Uh, and I'm very excited for part two, part three, whatever's coming next. Uh, hopefully yeah. that gets here sooner rather than later. So yeah, game of the year for me is Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's solid. That's okay. solid. Okay. And of course, you'll grow at mine too. My number one has to go to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Ooh. Being, oh, that's being... not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. But yes, absolutely. that makes sense. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, not here's the, the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Ghost of Tsushima uh, is probably the only game in the last decade that i feel has really tried to um give give an honor to the sort of classic samurai you know in film that we know of and stuff that i that i fell in love with and like really gave it a good a effort i mean the game is not perfect it's very much sort of a triple a game feel um but they just they respect the culture a lot they respect the um those the thematic the cinematic uh, approach to samurai that I crave from video games. And I just hope that it's an example of like, you know, what people want to see more of and then maybe get more games and the more realistic or, or serious the samurai games get the better, the happier I will be. Cause I don't want Ninja Gaiden 20. I want fucking, you know, way of the samurai simulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I think Ghost of Tsushima was was really 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 good step towards that direction. Nice. All right, I cannot believe. Before we go on to try to collectively rank as a podcast as a group our top five, I cannot believe nobody has The Last of Us in their top five. It was an honorable mention for me. Yep. I think the the other games that were like very specific to 2020 to me kind of overshadowed. If it was another regular year. Where Animal Crossing didn't just like blow up, and Among Us didn't blow up, and Flight Sim let us escape the, the issues we're in. I think Last of Us would have been on my list for sure. No one had Fall Guys, the big hit of the summer. Yeah, that. Yeah, I was between that and Among Us for making it my number two. Slot. I feel. I feel like Fall Guys was was had like a good running for a couple months, but then it would just kind of we. It kind of yeah. blended into Among Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Everyone was... who was playing Fall Guys switched, switched over to, to Among, Among Us. Us. That's yeah. kind of how yeah, I felt. Pretty about much. It. Like yeah. I was thinking about my number two spot, and it was between those two, and I would have put a. a I, I I couldn't like you know we were not play, picking six games here, and I really wanted to choose the other ones, but so yeah, um, yeah, it was a good game, and it had yeah a lot of hype, but Among Us just really I think was. Uh, the one that really I remember. More. Also, no one had Doom Eternal or Resident Evil Three, which oh. I guess of anyone that would have probably have been me to put those Realist, on the top yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I didn't play much of Doom Eternal and Resident Evil Three. I liked it, but it just wasn't as good as Resident Evil Two Remake. I I felt like it was a big step backwards rather than forwards from Resident Evil Two Remake. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Those those would be my honorable mentions though. 
if I had to give honorable mentions. And also, I didn't have Among Us on my list. Uh, I really like that game, but uh, you know, technically, it came out in 2018. Even yeah. though I, even though I bended the rules on one other game, you can only bend uh, them so many times. I'll bend the yeah, rule yeah. for Among Us. There you go. All right, what are our collective group top five? This is okay. this is gonna be tough. Yeah. We all okay. What was the ones that showed up in all of our lists? FF Seven Remake, right? Animal, yes. Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing. Yep. I do. Th- I do agree. That those two should probably be on the list. Yes, agreed. Uh, d- did multiple of us have Among Us, or did were you the only one who had Among Us, Leo? I think Leo. Yeah. Oh shit! So I was that feel... the only one that had crossover? Yeah, yeah I, I feel pretty strongly on Among Us that that should be. I'm. I'm I would fine agree. With that. I'm fine. Yeah, Among that. Us. Among Us um, was definitely okay. yeah. When okay. I think of like defining 2020 just as a year, even if it wasn't game related, <laughs> like <laughs> you know the election and Among Us, <laughs> that like you know it's part of the definition of 2020. <laughs> no, pa- no pandemic or you know social well, I mean, unrest, no, among, but among yeah. other things, <laughs> birth of my first you know, new right, right. <laughs> Mostly uh, Among Us. All right, that only leaves two more games. Yeah, uh, I, I would be okay, like no longer, yeah, you know, not having any more. I, I, I feel like it's unfair to to try to make a push for Flight Sim or Ghost of Tsushima. Probably, I'd be, I'd be fine with I'd be fine with Ghost of Tsushima only because I didn't really play it, so I don't have any say on it. Yeah, neither do I. So I mean, hmm. <laughs> well, uh, what other options are there? Uh, well, the... we had. Spelunky, we had Age of Calamity, we had Half Life Alex. Uh, that's mine, at least. It's probably all on the lines of Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, Clubhouse 51 Games, Squadrons, Yakuza. I'm assuming I'm the only one who played it. Uh, what the Golf. I feel like What the Golf is just a very me game, though. It was really good, though. I actually thought about putting that on my list, too. Yeah. Same. I, mean, I don't have enough slots, but it's an honorable mention for sure for me. Um, it's tough. A lot of a lot of good games came out in a year yeah. that sucked. So <laughs> yeah, well, we had things to entertain us. Yeah, yeah, for sure, which was nice. All right, uh, do we want to put how how strongly do you feel about Ghosts, Leo? You want to put that on here? It was your game of the year, right? It was my number one game of the year. Are you yeah. are your other name number one game of the years on there? Um, Final Fantasy VII and Animal Crossing are on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say yeah. we throw Ghost on there as well. All right, one more game. Which one is it? I don't know. Would you say Half Life, Alex? I, I haven't played it. I, I really want to play it, and I feel yeah. like once I will play it, I will probably like it. I think Half-Life is a really has a lot of potential to be a really, really good game, and it looks really, really good. But like when I think of 2020 and like the game of the year, I think part of that is also just like marketability and like how many people, you know, you know who you who you're able to reach with your game too. I think that's part of sure. I'm 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 sure that of all of these games, by far the fewest people played Half-Life Alex because but you know, it did it's just... it did start a huge you know everyone started buying up VR headsets yes, and all yeah. that I, I mean that's got to be one of if not the very best game you can play on VR um, yeah. certainly almost certainly yeah, yeah I mean I I think it's worth considering yeah, um, yeah. can't think of anything else but I don't know is the what what beats Half-Life Alex if we can't come up with a compelling answer to that I think the last game has to be Half-Life Alex I'm between Half-Life Alex. And Microsoft Flight Sim. Mm, yeah, See, my, Flight Simulator for me is almost in the same category as Half Life Alex. I feel like that's a very niche and like specific uh, audience. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That like who 
like has like a flight stick and like a crazy monster PC and yeah. but you know like, but this was the year for this right because people were out there buying all the VR things off the shelf they're buying all of the throttles off the shelf because everyone was like getting into new things and wanting to escape Yeah our no reality. I'm just I'm just playing yeah. devil's advocate if no, you're saying true. if you're saying that you know Half-Life Alex has to be DQ'd because like well, nobody I'm not played saying it, it has because... to be DQ'd <laughs> no, I know I know I know you know, it is. I think it's between those two, and I think you're right. I think they're yeah. both sort of in a yes. similar. I, you can make the thing. same argument for Half Life Alex as you could for Flight Sim. Yeah. Yeah. I, Which one's the better game? I haven't played Alex. That's the, my problem. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex does probably look like a better game. Just so yeah, because like, like Flight Sim is like truly a simulator. Like is. it's like it a, actually is a simulator. I mean, you could yeah. goof around, it's, but it's only a half step from Google Earth, right? I mean, it's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's almost like an educational tool, yeah. as much as it is a video game. Yeah. You know what? Honorable mention: chess. <laughs> okay. All right. Chess. Chess came out hundreds of years ago, Leo. I don't think it qualifies for 2020, <laughs> but. Uh, if we're yeah. doing that, then I'm throwing Slippy on the list because <laughs> Slippy Melee got me back into Melee. But uh, I'll, I'll honorable mention Slippy. Okay. Um, yeah, I think maybe we should just give it to Half Life. I mean, obviously, I, a lot of lot of excitement from for anybody to play a new Half Life game. It does look like they have, uh, if not perfected, definitely moved the needle on you know what's possible in VR. Um, I'm very excited to play it when. All right, we got to rank these now. Number five. What's okay. is number five? Half Life, Alex. Uh, okay, yeah, I'd say that's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what's number four? Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So now we're between Among Us, Final Fantasy VII, and Animal Crossing. See, that's tough because Among Us definitely had the larger audience. Oh, so well, yeah, because there's almost no barrier to entry because, like, you can just download it on your cell phone. There's also yeah. not much to the game, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's there's, there's a lot, like, when you're playing it, it feels like, you know, like you can play it so many times, but it's a very simple game. The, like, the biggest flaw, I mean, I love Among Us. The biggest yeah. flaw to me with Among Us is that game desperately needs integrated voice chat. Yes. Because, like, yeah. it's, it's so much of that game rely. And that game kind of falls down if you don't have voice chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like you have to have yeah. a group to play with and have your own separate voice chat. There's no good like just jump in and play with internet people. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think once Among Us gets like a nice little fresh makeover, it's going to really blow the doors off. But I, I think I'd be okay with it at number three. Yeah, number three I, I think I'd is good. I'd be fine with any of these three games as our number one, honestly. All right, so yeah. now we're between Final Fantasy VII and Animal Crossing. Oh, but that's the thing. See, how do you... How do we put Among Us below Final Fantasy VII, an incomplete game? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's an incomplete game, it's though. Incomplete. Like, I mean, it, granted, it's not. It's, it's good. It's don't get thing. me wrong. I love the game. It's just like it just isn't a complete game to me. I mean, it's Why just is not. It is is Final Fantasy thirteen incomplete? Is Final Fantasy ten incomplete? Is any game with a sequel incomplete? Is Mass Effect incomplete? But it's not a sequel. It's like a. You're only saying the only reason you can make that argument is because you have the frame of reference of what the rest of the old story was. Look, which look. spoiler alert, they're not following the old look, story. So, yeah. like, greatest, my favorite game of all time, Shenmue. When I finished uh, that game, I said, This is bullshit. This is incomplete. I need Shenmue too. I mean, and 
I would give it if they did a Shenmue I remake. Mean, it's just a cliffhanger would, ending. There's no. You know what? Breath of the ending. Wild, incomplete game. I'm not satisfied with Breath of the Wild. There's no cliffhanger. I want that damn scene at the end of <laughs> remake, though. It has a very definitive ending, and you know, the, there's like there is more to come, definitely, but uh, it's not like a cliffhanger. I guess, mm. yeah. I don't know. I, I I disagree with people who are like, oh, it's it's incomplete or whatever. Like, you're only saying that because you have the frame of reference of what the old story was, which well, well, the is... game says remake on it. So I mean, then don't right, call it that. Discussed how mis like not misleading, but cheeky the word remake is. It is both a remake of the first eight hours of the original game, but and more specifically, the they game. are remaking the timeline of yes, Final yes. Fantasy VII. Yeah, I get uh, that, but I yeah. mean, it's just like. Anyway, that that's just my uh, <laughs> that's my defense of my game of the year. No, I'm fine putting Animal Crossing at, at number one, even though it wasn't on my top five. That that was such a huge game for so many people. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. All right, a lot of people got into the funny thing is too about Animal Crossing is a lot of people who don't play Nintendo games and yes. never played Animal Crossing got into Animal Crossing. Yeah. There were I, I think, don't play video games who yeah, got into yeah, animals. Yes, that so. I think that's why Animal Crossing and Among Us are so high on the list for me because, like, I mean, people who didn't play video games, like, my wife has probably played three games her entire life and was like, "I'll play Among Us." Like, you know, just these games <laughs> are very simple to get into, but we're so timely in 2020, right? The best games of 2020, like that, to me, like those games are huge. All right, there you have it. Our Five top five games of the year. Number five, Half Life Alex. Number four, Ghosts of Tsushima. Number three, Among Us. Number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. And our game of the year is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that what it was called? New Horizons? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. New Leaf was I, the 3DS. New Horizons. Yeah, was... for a second I thought it was New Leaf. And I was like, yeah, wait, no. New Horizons was. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. There you go. Top five <laughs> games. Definitive. You we heard it, it here, folks. So this That's joins it. what? This joins what were our other games of the year? This joins Breath of the Wild, Smash Ultimate, and what was our game of the year last year? Was it um I think it was Katana Zero, right? Oh, that game was great. Yeah, I think that was our game of the year last year. Yeah. So uh Breath it, it joins the illustrious company of Breath of the Wild, uh Smash Ultimate, Katana Zero, and now Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> All right, uh, should we endorse some stuff? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'll go first. I'm going to endorse uh, the Netflix original series, uh, The History of Cursing, or The History of Swearing. Oh, I I, I'm going to get ready to watch this right after this. I'm going to watch this. It is very entertaining. It stars, it is hosted by Nicolas Cage, mm -hmm. and it is all, it's, it's like a, it's like half educational, half comedy series about the history of swearing and where swear words come from. And there's just a lot of fun facts about swearing. And you get to hear Nicolas Cage say fuck a lot in the first episode, which is, you know, great. Uh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I don't like this orgasming there. <laughs> oh, our, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't do a Nick Cage right now. My mouth That's is close. dry. That's close. That's oh. close. No, that was good. That was good. That was very good. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. It is funny. It is educational. It's good. The the history. I, I can't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's like the history of swearing. I think something of like that. Swearing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, I, I'm going to also throw in a Netflix original series. I don't remember if I already endorsed it or not, but if I did, I will endorse it again. Damn it. The Queen's Gambit. Netflix 100% endorsed this two or three episodes ago. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Sure. I, endorse it. I watched it a second time. All it's seven real. episodes. Jesus. It's great. Go watch it. If you haven't, I've, I've met people recently. I've talked to people that haven't seen it yet. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, go I haven't wa- seen it. Go watch I've been watching show. History of Swearing instead of Queen's Gambit. You know what? Since that was a repeat one, I you know what I've replayed? Mm. Uh, I'm going to endorse the visual novel Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. I think uh, you also have recently already re Did uh, I really? All right. Well, this re-endorsed is just, it. Hey, 2021, the year of just <laughs> recycling. Uh, no, it's good. Uh, the remake of it is on Steam. Uh, the remake is excellent. Um, go play the remake. Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. It is very, very quickly. It is uh, like a mystery. Uh, it's like a it's like a mystery thriller story about a bunch of people who get trapped. Uh, and it's basically like Saw style. Like if Saw, the movie Saw, was an anime. That's Nine Hours, Nine Persons. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, play it. That's okay, since, since, since Queen's Gambit was our repeat, I will just throw out a, a secondary endorsement for another Netflix original series called Manhunt uh, oh. Deadly Games, I believe. Is <laughs> Go the get one. your Netflix subscription. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Hey, we've been watching a lot of Netflix. Um, still in quarantine. Yeah. Um, it's about the, uh, it's a, based on a true story, or at least true events, um, uh, of a serial bomber, um, and then this person that was potentially like, you know, an innocent man was being, you know, framed for the bombings and stuff. Uh, it's really good. All right. Go just Okay. Okay. Um, Netflix. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to endorse. Gonna endorse. It's endorse not on Netflix. Netflix original series. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to endorse an original series oh. on Prime Video. Oh, whoa, oh, 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 Jeff Bezos. <laughs> All right. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you got Amazon. You got to get Prime Video. You got to give Prime Video some love because they're going to be doing the Wheel of Time. So, yes, I fully support. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I've been watching uh, Star Trek, the original series, Ooh, via, yeah. via Prime Video. I just, I'm just i just going to watch yeah. it, whatever platform they put it on. But it's also the remastered one oh. where they added extra music. They added, like, little CG graphics to kind of play into the old, like, Star Trek stuff. But give it a little bit more, like, it doesn't seem so... Like, look at this little thing they had on a string while they carried yeah. it along the screen. Like, it actually looks kind of nice. Um, it's hard to watch those original episodes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but th- it really does help. And yeah. to be honest, with that, it allows the show to age very well. Granted, like, all the the set and the acting's a little, you know, it's, it's for it's what, shat. you know, for, it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. schlocky a little bit, but... Yeah. To be all honest, it really does it, it does age very well. And I'm actually enjoying it because I never writing. really had I've yeah. never had a full watch through of the original series. Mm-hmm. I was always like next gen and then everything beyond that. Um, but I mean, I, I'm enjoying it. Arguably better in every way. Yeah, but. I'm. I am going to also say, what the hell was it from like the 1950s to the 1970s? With slapping the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of slapping. And There's a lot of just shooting. smacking the Here's, shit out of people. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just. You don't see that anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's drama, like, man. With, like, just women just walking up and just smacking a man, and then yeah. you know, it's, or the I don't know. Yeah. It's just, that's. Now I'm gonna make a second one because you guys gonna have a second one. Yeah. We it's did all have to. 
So something you showed me, James, that I'm really enjoying right now <laughs> is the star in in relation Star Trek intakes. Um, just look it up on YouTube. Pretty much, it's they took the outtakes of Star Trek, mostly next gen, and worked them into the proper scenes of the actual like printed show uh. to make it just seem a little crazy. <laughs> So there's it's just like random scenes from Star Trek where just people just they're all all the actors are doing something like just weird. Yeah. It's it's just a funny thing to it's just funny to watch. Just to yeah, like just they've taken the bloopers and outtakes and they've edited them back actual, back yeah. into the original episode. So it'll be like an outrageous blooper, but then the rest of the episode or I mean the rest of the clip plays the blooper straight like right, right, right. yeah, yeah. That, I'm, that sounds interesting i mean i'm inter- I, I, star trek tng is probably one of the few shows that like that would work for because i mean I, I don't know what a lot of the bloopers are but i imagine that they're surrounded by very serious moments <laughs> like i don't know yeah that that's the that's the that's the beauty of it yeah is that there's like like <laughs> just one is like where like there's this like serious moment where like he's like talking to one of the admirals about like the card ass. He's like, you should probably talk the card. You know, it's it, cards like being serious to the admiral. To you need to talk to the Cardassians about blah 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 blah. You know, you see, see what they were really up to with the Bajorans. And then he sits down in his chair, and him, him and Riker just hold hands. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> over, they just both hold hands and put on a smile, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why great. did they do that? It's just, great. it's just because it's just them. Like obviously, the bloopers they were in some ways they were being silly, but it's just yeah. if you want a good laugh, just look up okay. Star Trek intakes. And All there's, right. I guess, a couple people have been doing it. Well, yeah, um, one so guy started start... doing it, and now everybody's doing yeah, Star now Trek everyone's intakes. Doing it. Yeah, so... and you need to get out on the game, Justin. Nah, no, I put those started... editing skills to work. Oh yeah, do it. Yeah, I want to see your own Star Trek intakes, yeah. especially the one of Michael Dorn saying "God Jesus" and like <laughs> that's what that I want to be. I I want to take that one and just work it into just like scenes where something crazy happens, and it's just him <laughs> in the background. You just hear him in the background going "God Jesus." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it, right? Does so, anyone yeah. have anything else? You've endorsed. Hey, goodbye, 2020. Goodbye, yeah. 2020. Fuck you. Go get fucked. <laughs> hey, hey, you want your minds blown? Anyone born in the 19, you know, thousands years is now, is this year going to be legal to drink? So no one born in the, you know, 19 anything will be not of legal age after oh, this year. okay. That's what you said. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. We're getting old. The... We're all we're all old now. I, that's it. I retire. Thanks, yep. Justin. I retire from life. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't think we have any idea what our next episode is going to be doing. Does anyone uh, got any? Uh, nope. It's uh, a surprise. Surprise episode coming <laughs> at you. Right, Twenty twenty one off. Great. Yeah, we're we're real planned out. All right. Um, I think that's it. Happy uh, New Year. Happy New Year. Here's mm-hmm. to uh, potentially, you know, hopefully. Covidless world. Oh God, that'd be great. And uh, may it bring many great games. Yep. Mm. All right. Uh, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Yeah.
Did you guys? I, I heard an uh, interview on NPR with uh, Patrick Stewart about the the new thing that you watched. James. Uh, it's so bad. It <laughs> <laughs> was so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even make it through. I made it like they're going for a season two now. I think I know I it got renewed. It. It's just so bad. It like completely un it completely undoes everything that next generation it like it's like the anti next generation. <laughs> it's just like stupid action scenes with like no uh, thought and like uh, it just undoes all of the character development for so many like of all oh, hey, do you have any favorite characters from next gen? They, it's just like middle fingers to all of them. Like they ruin <laughs> they completely ruin seven of nine from Voyager. They ruin Picard. They ruin Data. It's it's like uh, it's just awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not excited about watching that for sure. Yeah, it's okay. bad. It is. It's a bad show. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it was really cool listening to Patrick Stewart talk about just like his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only reason to go watch Star Trek Picard is just for Patrick Stewart. What a legend, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, if yeah. you have like a goal in life of like you know leaving behind a legacy and stuff and like making a name for yourself like dude that guy and he and he's still good on that show it's just the writing is bad yeah Yeah, yeah. the writing is garbage yeah yeah i've heard at least i got i still have to watch it don't watch spare yourself just whatever your last memory of star trek the next generation is just keep that pure in your head well actually i mean the last memory for most people is star trek nemesis which was also doo-doo but uh uh, I honestly, I think back to the movies, and then I can't remember really what the movies were about. Oh so God! Kinda... Well, before Star Trek: Picard came out, I made the mistake of rewatching all the Next Gen movies. Uh, <laughs> most of them are. I actually really like Star Trek: Insurrection. All the rest of those movies are just bad. They're I just bad. remember like the movies would have been better as just episodes. That's what I remember. Like I've definitely seen at least two of those movies, and I was just like, I mean. Could this, yeah, this like, like this like wasn't a really a episode. thing. Could this just, That's just why an insurrection is so good is because it's ju- it just feels like an episode of the TV show that just got stretched out into like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like Nemesis, two hours. Nemesis, I like, remember specifically, was a little bit up at, up its own ass. Oh my god, Nemesis is bad. And then Data dies for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> and then they find another Data. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it technically a third android? Because you, know, you have um, his brother. I love, I love that, like... But yeah, by the way, like Picard, the show is like, oh, Data's the very last android. Like, what about lore? Like, what What about B4? Like, what Like, what are these yeah, things? Like, it, they forgot their own lore. Like, even Star Trek The Next Generation, the TV show, constantly forgets that lore is a character. There are <laughs> so many episodes where, like, Data's like, I'm the only sentient android in the galaxy. No, you're fucking not! You have a twin brother you asshole yeah <laughs> that was just for that like that small continuity <laughs> and then now we forget about it yeah no picard the 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 showrunners for star trek picard watched star trek nemesis the movie and they may have watched like one or two episodes of the original series and then they're like cool got it got it got it got it got it, got it. And <laughs> yeah we'll take it from show. here they yeah. wrote a show based off of nemesis and like two episodes of original se- or next gen yeah. And like, there's and so many a, like a sprinkling in- of the uh, the new Star Trek uh, like reboot. Oh, James, movies. you're still recording, by the way. Yeah, yeah. like the show has no identity. It it, it uh, it's bad. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it's a bad show. Uh, oh, I was watching a TikTok where this guy was answering someone's question about like what's like 
the most uh, inappropriate thing you've ever had a doctor say to you or something. And this guy was telling a story about like how he had a hernia, and so he was expecting to have to go to the doctor and you know cough or whatever. So they're chit chatting, and finally the doctor's like, uh, and "This is like the second time he had to do this. Like he had a hernia before, so he was kind of used to this whole process." And uh, finally, the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, you know, go ahead and drop your your shorts and whatever." And then like the guy started like got, he got like a hard on. Oh. And oh. You know, he didn't know why. And then the doctor was like, oh, you know, don't worry. Like, this is totally, you know, normal, whatever. And I'm then the doctor, the doctor leans in and was like, actually, n- once you made this appointment, I've been waiting for this and I've had a heart on the whole time or something. And what then the did the check on him without gloves on. And so then, that doctor lost his license, yeah. And then, and then the the patient guy, um, his hard on lasted the whole time. So what? it turns out maybe he's uh, interested in men. I don't know. Uh, what, what what are we talking about now? <laughs> and welcome to the Good Games Podcast. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So silence on the set. So I'm gonna do. Camera. Plus we lights and then camera. <laughs> and then action. Audio. Marker 48. You know I said quiet on the set, Leo, right? <laughs> That's the whole point of this. <laughs> just go. For the love of God, go. <laughs> I like now, just go. Just go. Hey, welcome to the shit show. 